Hello, SHL. It is Rich and not Luke this week. It's actually JY. Say hi, JY. Hi, I'm Luke. Yeah, 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 or that. <laughs> um, I'm this week's Luke, you know, numbers, numbers, math, can't pronounce words. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me turn you up just a little bit. I already did, but I'm going to do it a little bit more. That may hopefully that helps a little bit. Um, Sounds good. Yeah, so instead of, I, I mean, I had, I guess last week, if you listened, I had a couple options that I had uh, kind of thought about, and I just kind of gave up actually putting any actual thought into it. And just yeah. to ask JY if he wanted to come on, because I was pretty sure he would. And so here we are. Anytime. I'll yeah. make it very easy for you. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. Um, so I got a bit of a plan. It's like it's pretty rough and it's probably, you know, like a, a couple of minutes worth of, of, of actual information just to get us kind of going. Um, but uh, so my plan is uh, I want to talk about and this is um, kind of inspired by recent events a little bit. Uh, Luke and I didn't, I think, talk about this a whole lot, but the whole um, role change situation. Um, and uh, so I, I thought uh, I'd bring JY in to t- kind of talk about uh, the fairly extensive history that the SHL has with cheating. I and this what is you're talking about extensive. Well, it's, I mean, it's... the <laughs> mile of information that I sent you about cheating. I, Come on, yeah, and that was a pretty. There was not a whole lot there, so it's obviously a very much in your brain. Um, yeah, that was a pretty rough outline. Um, but yeah, I mean, this. I guess you can't really. I guess totally classify what the you know the role situation as cheating necessarily. It's just like it was um, like outside of what I would consider the spirit of the league. Um, and I think yeah. some people would would agree. I think most people would agree. I think I don't know. Maybe I'm off base on. It falls under the same thing as the uh, Hamilton STHS stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not strictly cheating, but it's like it's you know it's questionable for sure, right? Um, yeah. So, and okay, the other thing we have is we actually got a fair number of questions, which is uncommon for for Rich and Luke. We don't uh, nobody asks us questions because we just I don't know I don't know if they don't aren't interested or if we just are able to talk regardless. So we. But in any case, we got a bunch of questions. So I think I want to save those for the end because I'm way more interested. And I think most people will be way more interested in hearing the history stuff. Okay. Um, and then so if we don't get to the questions, you know, so be it. Um, yeah. I don't know if you had a chance to look at them at all. but there, I have. Okay. I, there wasn't anything in there that Luke, was like... ML and Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing in there that I'm like personally dying to uh, hear about. Um, yeah. So... Although I guess ML's first question is kind of interesting, especially for I, I'm yeah. just interested to hear your answer. Um, but uh, but yeah. anyway, we'll get to that. I think. So um, I guess I don't even know how to jump into this. Uh, I'll start with I guess uh, maybe three or four weeks ago, uh, we kind of had this discussion off air, at least a, a part of this discussion. Um, JY jumped into the channel with me and Luke after we had. Uh, end of the stream and just kind of like basically laid laid out like the first i don't know was it like 12 or so seasons um of kind of like how things went down um with the simmer uh i mean there was like a break in it and then it went back to it so um yeah it was i believe 11 seasons that the simmers team uh won the cup the first 11 seasons. 
so okay. the first season was Wes Kendall one, and I believe Nando was summoned. Uh, or no, Winnipeg one, season one, and I think that it was Nando was summoned. Uh, but I think I can't remember if J Mac did anything that one. Season two was Nando and Wes Kendall one. Season three and four, Edmonton one and J Mac one. J Mac was summoned. Uh, season five, Nando took it back and Wes Kendall won again. Season six was L.A., and I think it was Monk that was summoned, and uh, that's Jeff Dar. If people, I'm sure people mm. recognize the Dar Award. Oh, yeah. Um, so he was summoned for that one. Uh, season seven was the one season that someone got caught rigging, uh, which we can talk about in a, min- in a minute. Uh, season eight and nine was when Park was summoned, he was Aiden Rashawn on Calgary. Uh, season 9 is when he introduced live simming. But live simming was a bit tricky because, uh, I mean, look at your screen right now and you don't see a clock on it. If you were to record something on your screen without showing the clock, no one knows that it's live or not. So it ends up being a bit of a tricky thing. Uh, season 10, Joker simmed. Uh, I think, though I think that he may have taken over after Monk was summing, maybe. Uh, and then season 11, Joker summed, and it's confusing because his he wasn't on the team that won the cup, but his brother was. And we don't really know much about the brother because all of a sudden, whenever he came back later, he kind of stopped talking about having a brother. Hmm. So that was the tricky part. And then... Uh, for a few seasons, it seemed to stop, and then it picked back up with regular season rigging, uh, but playoff rigging completely stopped at season 12. Interesting. Um, I guess, so it's interesting to me that, like, the only, I guess, it was the only season that somebody was, like, actually caught was season 7? Yep. So That the, was uh, DZ. Okay. Do you remember, remember how, how he was caught? Uh, he, so the way that he would rig was, um, with situational strats and morale. Uh, and that was a pretty common thing for people to do. They would sync the morale for every team except their own, uh, and change their situational strats to 5-0-0 and their own team to 0-0-5. Uh, hmm. and so he did that. And then, uh, Jamie, if you know her, she was a kind of combative, uh, kind of, um, I'm trying to think of the right word for it, polarizing <laughs> member in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Uh, but she asked for the file because she wanted to kind of try her hand at simming and just get the feel for how the system works. And he sent it to her, not thinking anything about it, uh, and hadn't changed everything back, like whenever he uh, usually would for like the morale he would have to change whenever he uploaded the index. But you only uploaded the index at that time, maybe like it was like five, six hours after you simmed, because we had play-by-plays for every game. All right. So he had plenty of time to change the morale, uh, and then situational strats don't show on the index, and so everything was very much hidden there. Uh, he just sent it to her, not thinking about the fact that he hadn't changed those. She pulled it up and went what are these situational strats about? Why is everyone except for Toronto, which was the team he was on, set to 5-0-0? What's going on with that? And sent it to the league, uh, at which point they realized that he had been rigging the sim. Uh, his player at the time was Michael Abdallah. 
uh, his, in season six was his rookie season, uh, and he had 50 games with 25 goals and 57 points. And in season seven, when he was rigging, he only made it to 37 games until he got caught and uh, was fired, but he had 27 goals and 44 points at that time. <laughs> and uh, he, yeah, he, uh, he was going a little nuts there. Um, and so it really made people skeptical, of course. Uh, but at that point, he then got fired and uh, was banned at the time. Uh, it said banned for life from any management position within the league. He later became the Seattle GM in mm-hmm. the 30s, but still it took 30 seasons for him to become a GM. Sure. So the rest of them were all basically... Was was there... You were around this whole time, right? Is, there, is that not... When did you join? Yeah, um, I joined. Uh, I joined in... Let's say. So the league started in May of 2010. I joined in June. Okay, so was the sense in the league that that like there was cheating going on? It was just not provable, or how was Basically, it? Basically, um, okay. a lot of a lot of this is like uh, J Mac. I remember specifically quit the league, uh, came back and quit it again because of people claiming that he was rigging and him being adamant that he wasn't. It's just that he knows the sim better than anyone else, and that he created a super team. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, if you look at so he was the GM for Edmonton, season two to season six. Uh, and the two seasons that he simmed were season three and four. Uh, and if you look at season four, he went 34, two, and four. That's impossible in SDHS. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, that would be extremely difficult. Uh, so. That's, yeah, that's pretty wild. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. That's the, it's all rumors, but. Uh, it's pretty, pretty well known by people. It feels like, I mean, just the fact that like the, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, somebody in chat asking for the uh, repeat of that record. Oh, they went, uh, 34, two and four. So two regulation losses in 40 games. Yeah. Pretty nuts. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, it's, it's. It was it was every season in season through season eleven that it happened because my my memory of it was that it was like there was a few that it didn't or yeah um, season seven I would say because DZ got caught oh right I right. wouldn't really say it was was rigged season one's tricky to know for sure sure um, and then like the last couple seasons seasons ten eleven uh, it's very tricky because yeah. The simmer was on the team. It was live sims, but we don't know that they were actually live. We can't guarantee things. Um, Park continues to maintain his his innocence on it, also. Uh, and I I trust Park for sure. I understand that. I don't think that he specifically did anything to change attributes, but I do wonder if maybe he test simmed against a team strats, things like that. That I was always told was completely against the rules when I was a summer uh, mm-hmm. because of how it can give you an unfair advantage. Yeah, it's, it's questionable for sure. Although even, I guess, I don't know, it's, it's weird because the, when you were simming, like all you, every GM could basically see everyone else's strats, couldn't they? Like in the, the, the forum posts were used. Yep. Uh, everything was uh, required to be um, forum post. And so everyone should be able to see. Right. All the strats that are there. Um, 
but that then comes into play of uh, how some GMs like to try to game that, because I did have multiple GMs uh, private message me lines. Um, oh, really? I only accepted once. Um, I, I did them one time for Gifter of Bikes, uh, and I did it only because uh, he had taken his kids out to like a practice or something, uh, and he sent them to me on Skype and asked me, hey, can you put these in real quick just because I can't get on SHL right now? Can you just handle this? Uh, and so I was like, sure, I'll do that. Um, just as like to be nice to a friend kind of thing. Sure. Uh, and then I, I got a ton of heat for it. So I was like, all right, not even doing that. <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of funny how, uh, like when, it, when you um, say, when you said that GMs would message you, uh, the, mm-hmm. the lines, my initial like emotional reaction is like, that's scummy. And that's like, mm-hmm. I don't get why it has to be a thing. But then at the exact same time, my brain says, well, it's the SHL, of course, of course, of course, <laughs> people tried to do some. Oh, yeah. Tried to, tried to pull something. Uh-huh. It's like this, I get the same reaction when anything happens in the league. It's like, uh, emotionally, I'm like, why is this happening? Why can't people just yep. be cool? But then yep. my brain kicks in and is like, no, this, that's just what it is. It's always been this way. And that's yeah, kind of like uh, why I wanted to have you come in, come in and, and, and say some of this stuff. So help people right. understand. Um, right. If you think about it. This this is a game. Games are meant to be fun, but it's a game, and a lot of people take games very seriously. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are win at all costs, and so we have a lot of gamers here who are very much. If I can find that uh, little hack that pushes me through seven walls to the eighteenth level for some reason from the first level, screw it, I'll do it, kind of thing. It's not in the spirit of the game. It's not what you're supposed to do, but some people just want to get that, get ahead so easily. Mm-hmm. All right. So in your outline, you've got some other things a little bit further down um, after S12. <laughs> uh, so this is where things get fun. Um, <laughs> there's no evidence uh, specifically about this, uh, but I have always maintained that. And this is this is difficult for me. Seasons fifteen and sixteen, I think we're rigged uh, because specifically uh, one, and this is awful because fifteen was my MVP season, and fifteen and sixteen were my first two cup wins, so I should be just grateful. Um, but uh, I think the regular seasons were rigged. Hmm. Fever was semming at the time. He was also the general manager of New England at the time. <clears throat> New England went from, in season 13, they were 20, 23, and 7. Season 14, 27, 20, and 3. Season 15, 36, 13, and 1. Season 16, 41, 9, and 0. Season 17, 29, 16, and 5. And then season 18, they're back to 23, 23, and 4. And I know Mm -hmm. that in season 18 was when Jack uh, kind of reset the league. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it makes me wonder if there was something in there in season 17's file, because Maxi was sending, and Maxi was not very attentive. Um, but they went from basically they went from 47 points, 57 points, 73 points, 82 points, then 64, then 50. Something's a little tricky there. Yeah, it's it's another Two seasons stand out. 
Yeah, and it's also it gets it's I don't know it's made even weirder by the fact that STHS is just weird in general. Like we've seen True. similar things, kind of. Uh, with, especially when you think of like a team like San Francisco going from like, um, you know, President's Trophy season to not even making the playoffs the next season, and it's like an identical roster. So yeah, it's, it's like it's so hard to. Yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely see what um, you're saying. Right, and then, uh, and then it also comes into play of uh, Fever's player was Carter oh. O'Callaghan at the time. Uh, season 14 was his rookie season. He had 22 points. Season 15, he suddenly had 25 goals and 53 points. 16, 18 goals, 51 points. 17, when he uh, gave up Bain Semmer, 12 goals and 35 points. And then he was mm. like a 30 and 40 point guy the rest of his career. Kind of odd that he had, other than I think he had one 60 point season, kind of odd that uh, all of a sudden in his second and third season were his highs when he was semming. Or yeah. similarly, uh, J&H went on New England for those two seasons and had he had uh, one season where he was over 50 points. Every other season of his career was in the 30-point range. Uh, and his one season over 50 points was inflation era. And in 15, he had 56 points. 16, he had 65 points. Like, why, why are these players that are consistently, like, good but not great suddenly having 60-point seasons? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's just I don't know, it's just strange. It's just strange. Yeah. I mean, it's it seems like too much of a coincidence to be a coincidence, right? It's like exactly. And too if you ask people that were there at the time, like before the season, usually for like teams that are dominant, like Edmonton was recently uh, in STHS, whenever they had like Joe K and they had Augustus and they had uh, Evoc and they had Madge and they had all these superstar players. You can see it coming. This was just a regular New England team that didn't look all that special. Mm. Had like they had a team similar to what Toronto is now. Sure, like, okay. you don't expect them to be anything all that great. Um, Ask it was another big part of this for me was that he had he had thirty wins three times in his career. Two of them were New England, season fifteen and sixteen. Mm. Uh, and in one of the seasons, in season sixteen, he faced uh, twenty one. 0.84 shots against per game and allowed only 80 goals against. The only other time that he came close was whenever he ha- only played 30 games in Minnesota in season 17. Like, he was nowhere near that kind of goalie. Just all of a sudden, he just was God, apparently. Hmm. It's really interesting. What about... Um... So... Okay, so and then in season seventeen, then it's it's not doesn't really you know nothing nothing like uh, obvious or at least nothing noteworthy. Um, no, no. Um, season seventeen was interesting because Maxi took over, um, and that's also the season that Maxi took over Toronto, and everyone asked out. So I think that he wasn't really able to rig for his team because it would have been too obvious. Um, so he just simmed, and he was miserable simming. Uh, and I think during season 17, he handed off to Jack Cross. And from there, Jack never had uh, any kind of issues. Um, I never noticed anything fishy about Jack. Um, and then I took over <laughs> Not from him. Not if I mean, you know. Uh, 
Yeah, I I was a big fan of Jack Cross. Um, I, I didn't have a ton of interaction with him, but he seemed like such a great guy. Uh, yeah, but he was uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. He so, was the fourth Josh. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> um, can can you I guess talk about what uh, what Jack Cross changed about simming? Then? Um. So Jack had a few things to it. Um. He was someone that was very, uh, very specific about time and time management. So he made sure that he was sewing at exact times, uh, that the timestamps matched those exact times. And so date and timestamps were very obvious. And you could guarantee that it was just send. And it wasn't something that he tried a few times over and then sent. Um, which was something that happened back in the day. Uh, he was also someone that, uh, whenever it came to um, the live streams, uh, he was adamant about having people in the live streams uh, to the point that he reached out to just random people on random teams to say, hey, uh, you know what? I need someone to see this for a different team just to make sure that everything's going through clearly. Can you hop on for like five minutes and watch as I change their lines? Like, he was very specific about, I, I'm going to guarantee that nothing fishy is going on by being as meticulous as possible. Nice. And so then my understanding is that kind of, he kind of set the standard for how simming was done. I mean, maybe not quite so much now since we're, you know, on a whole different sim engine, right. but I, I'm sure there's things that carry over. Absolutely. Um, like the, uh, like the having the file ready uh, all throughout the season. He would try to make sure that a file was prepared uh, so that people were able to see what he was using. Um, just like the the level of access that he gave was kind of something that continues on now. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, just from, from what I remember, I don't, honestly don't remember him as the simmer... When do you, do you remember when he uh, stopped? Yep, uh, season twenty-seven was his last season, I believe. He went eleven seasons. I went twelve. I went from twenty-eight to forty, so he went seventeen. He went like seventeen-ish uh, to through twenty-seven. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it would have been the other. That is another big change that he did. Is that if you look at the list that I showed beforehand. You can see it was like two seasons max that anyone sent. Like yeah. J Mac went two seasons, Nando did two, maybe three, uh, Park did two, Joker did two, Fever did two, uh, and then Jack did eleven, and then I went twelve. So he definitely set the standard of consistency and just like someone actually maintaining that position season over season. Yeah. That's that's actually, I don't know. That stands out a lot because when I remember, yeah. I remember when you were talking about the uh, the simmers last time. It just seems kind of goofy that like nearly every season is like a new. Season. Yep. There's no way that's going to work, or that's going to go well, <laughs> or that's going to work in a league that t uh, plans to sustain itself. That's part of why seasons took so long. Also, mm. is because we had a lot of instances of simmers just quitting mid-season. 
And then we had like a three-week hiring process to get someone else to sim <laughs> because it was basically bully someone into simming because no one wants to do this. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's not a it's not the most fun job, I'm sure. Now when the um the post went up for this last one, I thought about it for a moment and then realized no, I would <laughs> I would hate it so much because just the every like every day except for Sunday, like yeah. uh, man, yeah, I would not. I mean, yeah, every day, I I would hate it now to be live simming all the time. Yeah, uh, I kind mm-hmm. of enjoyed it at the time. But I despise working with GMs. <laughs> oh, that's I didn't even consider that. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. That's the that's the worst part is that those GMs will blame you for every little thing. And um, <laughs> we had we had an instance recently where like Luke went off on JR because of an error that happened with the sim uh, that JR had no control over. Uh, and so I apologize to him for it because I don't blame him. Um, and because I understand from the simmer aspect, but like GMs are, are heated. They're, they're very passionate about their teams. They're trying to win. And so if one thing goes wrong, they will go at the drop of a hat. They just start throwing blows. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I believe it for sure. Uh, let's see what else. What's, um, is there anything else sim wise we can like I guess uh, related to the simmer that we can talk about? Uh, um, there wasn't I mean a we've lot been else. pretty controversy free since Jack Cross, really. Um, right. Um, I mean, yeah, I had a couple of them just because I struggled to maintain a uh, schedule. Um, sure. And then oh, because oh, I there was took... a, what uh, wasn't there somebody? Didn't we have like a like a, a short term simmer? Kind of in between somewhere? Uh, no, but we did have two simmers hired whenever I was hired. I was hired um, with Molholt, if you know him from any other leagues. I, I remember his name from this league, but he wasn't like yeah. around a whole lot to my memory. Yeah, um, at the time, he was Jackson Weeks. He had oh, a right. pretty big-time player. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he and I were both hired to be summer and be kind of like a, a team for it where we would go one off, uh, like I would send for a week, send him the file. He would send the next week to kind of, uh, to deter burnout for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I went a week, I was like, Hey, uh, here's the file. If you're good to like do the updates and, and do the next week, send it to me on Saturday. I'll do the updates on Sunday. Uh, and then he never he never downloaded it or responded, and then he didn't sign in for another three months. So uh, I ended up just being the summer. Hmm. Nice. But back then was also the time that we were doing manual updates, manual lines, manual yeah. everything, and so... Yeah, I don't know... I don't know how long it would have taken you to do the updates, but I know, I remember the, you know, I was an updater in early, or I guess late S20s, and we were still doing the threads back then, just kind of manually posting everything, so I'm sure, uh, yeah, again, I have no idea how long it took to update in uh, in STHS, but I, I'm sure it wasn't easy. Uh, it could take, it could probably take between two to four hours, depending oh, on how easy. many updates we had. 
Um, yeah, there were some lot. nights where it was a Sunday night. I had forgotten about needing to do it, and I went to do it at like eleven, and I went to bed at like three. And I was mm-hmm. like, "How did this happen?" <laughs> yeah, I can I can say I guess since I do file work now, uh, updating players in uh, FHM is actually pretty easy. But I think part of that That's is good. the update scale being uh, harder, so there's fewer yeah. updates. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, fewer, fewer like individual. Like, yeah, you'll get like one person, and you know, maybe three or four people on a team updating, you know, a stat by one or something like that. Gotcha. Pretty, little different. Yeah, and you guys, uh, you guys create the new players too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was always like the worst part. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's actually I don't know what it was like in STHS, but in FHM it's not bad, but it's definitely the worst part. But that's not saying a lot. Yeah. Like I said, it's not. It's not that. Gotcha. Uh, let's see what uh, what else we got here. I'm kind of looking down your your list yeah, um, here. Like I said, we can also talk about other forms of cheating. There was TPE stealing. Uh, yeah. A lot of times where GMs were cheating, there's um, like the uh, regression loophole that Luke brought up. Yeah. Um, so the TPE stealing, I'm not really familiar with any instances of that. Um, at least uh, that I, I mean, outside of. Uh, no, I don't think so. So, um, this was like the early days, the Wild West days of the SHL. Uh, there used to be PT directors that um, just didn't do the tasks and just gave themselves points. Um, <laughs> and it was something of like, that wasn't authorized. Or um, there, were, there was also money stealing in those days also of uh, media. It was very tough uh, to get anything from media. You could do like a five, let's see, let's say like a 5,000 word article uh, and probably barely get over a million dollars at the time. Uh, But for some reason, their friends would uh, do like a 300 word article and all of a sudden have like 17 million in the bank. So like there was a lot of that kind of stuff going on back then. And so PTs were very much the same way of, ah, well, this guy's my friend. Like he was, he was busy. He, he wasn't able to do it this week. I'll just give him the points anyway. Nice. Nice. That's, yeah, I guess that doesn't, doesn't surprise me based on my experience in, I think it was um, the, what was previously the NSFL. Um, mm-hmm. I was around for like the, the early days of that. And there was some of that, yeah. no, not quite that exactly, but there was some, some um, TP stealing for sure. Right. Um, and then there's also, like, the regression stuff falls under TP yeah. stealing, realistically. Um, if you know yeah. the Darien Shabluck rule. Yep. Yeah, that's, it's, it's like, it kind of is, kind of isn't. Like, it's a weird workaround, but basically the same. Yeah. I guess, uh, do you want to go into that? Because I, I, I'm sure there are people that listen that have yeah. never even heard of that. You know, outside so, the Darien Shabluck rule. Um, this is something that uh, Buster and I kept calling out. Uh, and he made it like three seasons, I think, doing this. What Darian would do is that he would do all the tasks, all the training, everything for the entire season, but would never post an update for that entire season. They would do the regression, and they would regress him from what he currently was at, and say he takes out, let's say at the time he was like 1,200 TPE, uh, and he has to take out 120, and he'd then do his update with everything and be like, all right, well, I'm taking out 120, and I'm now adding 140. Thank you. 
and he would just <laughs> season after season basically get better out of regression because he never actually added points and they never required that he claimed those. They would just do regression on whatever his TP was at the time that they looked and say, all right, that's your TP. I don't know how you managed to get ahead, but okay. Yeah, the um, the change to regression where, where they're like adding the like a cutoff for when the... Yep. That's actually a relatively new thing. Hasn't been yeah, around that for that long. In the 20s. Yeah. Was it the 20s? I thought it was more in the 30s even. Because uh, I'm pretty sure it, it that wasn't explicitly stated, at least, um, in the yeah. regression threads when I was doing or like my first few seasons of regression. Yeah, I can see where it probably wasn't expressly stated, mm-hmm. uh, but it did become a thing that at least they started like telling updaters, hey, keep an eye out for this kind of behavior Yeah. Um, in the 20s because uh, Darian would have been in regression starting season so it was probably around like seasons 21, 22 that they started like actually looking at it and being like, hey, you got to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. I remember, I feel like the rule wasn't implemented until quite a bit after that too. It wasn't in like the maybe early S or mid S20s because I feel like yeah. um, this ha- the rule came out while I was in the league. Yeah. It definitely yeah, it was... was like later on down the line that they finally said, oh, by the way, we have a rule. Yeah. And it was like, it was kind of. It was like too late. He would like he'd already been, yep. had such a great uh, great career. It was like shit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. I have a lot of issues with Darian uh, personally, but um, that ties back to Edmonton stuff. Hmm. Um, but that was a that was a big factor to me. Of just like why you got to be that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a an interesting one. That's another thing that I feel like. Uh, Probably can't. Well, I don't know what can't, but it would be a lot harder to get away with something like that now. Yeah. Uh, let's um, see. And then, uh, if people want to know about uh, the main reason that I'm uh, always hesitant about Darian, and that we actually this is probably the reason that we caught it, uh, is that Edmonton actually acquired him around that time, um, hmm. and so we were looking at his updates to see. Uh, what he had been updating and what his build looked like. And that's when we actually like started to see it. Um, but at that time, Edmonton acquired him. Uh, but prior to that, J&H became Toronto GM, uh, made a trade with Manhattan to get Ben Wallen and Phil Shen and Darian Shablock and Yusuf Shablock and all his friends uh, that was illegal. He traded picks that he didn't have, and it was something that was like ridiculous, where it was like he only traded two firsts and a fourth and got all the best players in the league. And so the league uh, an hour later said, hey, this trade's illegal, you can't do that. Uh, but by that point, he already offered them contracts and offered them uh, offered Darian a, a GM spot. And so after that, he said, nah, I don't want them anymore. Didn't trade for them. Uh, they got traded to other teams. Uh, Darian got traded to Edmonton. And he said, he said specifically to us, hey, I'd love to sign in Edmonton, but JNH told me I could be co-GM in Toronto, so I'm going to wait and go to free agency and just head to Toronto. <laughs> oh, nice. And they, they said it doesn't count as tampering because he technically had them for that one hour. Wow. That's, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I don't even know what to, like... Uh... The kind of loopholes that people pull. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. 
<laughs> anymore. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, let's see. So I'm interested to hear about, because uh, I think it was the last week or the week before when, um, I think it must have been last week, when uh, I was talking about the whole Diwali situation. Yeah. So I'm interested to hear, do you have any, I guess, um, any, I guess, inf- additional information, or did I miss anything? Or Because, again, it was all so long ago. I'm sure I missed, well, I know I missed things, because some people brought some stuff up that I missed. So I was, uh, I was in head office at the time. Oh, wow. Um, I, heard, I, did, I didn't remember that when, at all. When I was the simmer, I demanded to be in head office to have a say on GM picks. And I, I demanded this after Halsey became a GM. Um, and I am fine saying that to people. I did not like Halsey when I was the simmer. <laughs> um, and he didn't like me. And so I was like, let me have a say in who gets to be a GM. Um, and so I was in head office, and I saw the thread come up. There was like uh, Portland, um, I'm trying to remember the exact words, but it was something like Portland contract uh, like reductions. And I was like, why are we reducing contracts? Um, and then I started reading everything in there. Uh, and the only thing that I said in there that I can remember uh, is that before everything started to get sent to everyone uh, was that um, I was like, look, I'm not going to say much in this because I don't like Wally. Uh, and he knows I don't like him and he doesn't like me. So best of luck, but he's pretty shady. And uh, they were like, and a lot of people said, yeah, he is pretty shady, but like we can't just make decisions off that, so we'll see what happens. Um, what ended up happening in terms of what was sent to head office is that I remember seeing a screenshot from Tweedle where he had something from Wally, where Wally said, hey, we don't have the cat for this, so we're going to just take some off the rookies' contracts. And Tweedle goes, are we allowed to do that? Should we ask someone? And Wally went, nah, it'll be fine. If we just do it, they won't really do anything about it anyway. And I think I remember seeing, I remember seeing screenshots, but I don't remember specifically what was in them, but I remember them being of that nature where it was like, oh, this is pretty damning. Yeah, where like Wally very much knew what was happening. And that was the thing why, why uh, Wally got a harsh punishment. Tweedle mm-hmm. got a bit of a smaller punishment. Because Tweedle was cooperative, Wally, uh, A, sent us stuff to say that it was Tweedle's idea. Oh, really? Saying that Tweedle was was the one doing all this. Uh, And then B, whenever we confronted him with the screenshots, uh, denied it and was, like, refusing to work with HO at all. Because he thought that he would find a way out of it to get away with it in some way. Um, And because Tweedle was all entirely cooperative. Uh, which is the great thing about Tweedle. He was a great dude who just, yep, I thought it was wrong, but I was told just to go with it, so I just went with it. Uh, here's everything that I have. And he just sent us all these screenshots, and Wally clearly like planned it out of, hey, we're going to offer the rookies this, but if we sign this dude, we're just going to take it off of them. And Tweedle was like, what? We can't do that. Then he signs someone, and he goes, all right, well, hey, we're going to take that off the rookies now. And Tweedle's like, shouldn't we, like, ask someone or something? Shouldn't we see what we got to do? And he was like, nah. <laughs> and he just went with it. And so it was very clear, like, Wally 
maliciously plan this. Yeah. So that was always my thought was that Tweedle was kind of like he was involved, but not like uh not like in a in a I don't know, a way that I would put really hardly any of the blame on him. Um, right. Tweedle was and, the fall guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so I I yeah, I always thought that he got kind of I don't know. Cuz I think some people felt like he was as guilty as Wally, which I think was kind of unfair. Yeah. Wally, pretty clearly. Yeah, some people still put stuff on him about it. Um, I remember yep. whenever he got co-GM with Great, uh, some people were like, uh, are we just going to let him get a job? And it was like, he really didn't do anything significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think some people were upset about, he made, he put out a podcast um, because at the time he was still, I think, under the impression that the whole thing was a kind of a joke, like nothing was going to come of it. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Gerbs, this is recent. The, the whole Wally situation was S30... Five or six? Thirty-six, I want to say. Yeah, because uh, we like that. we went to the finals in thirty-four and thirty-five. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and S thirty-six was the season it blew up. Yeah, because I remember Grape. Uh, this would have been Grape's twentieth season. Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> well, you got anything else you want to? Uh... Like, uh, especially, especially pre, I guess, S25 stuff. Um, uh, let's see. That's worth what mentioning. Do you know about, what do you know about uh, the reason that McZ uh, can't be a GM anymore? Oh, he, he like, I didn't know he couldn't. Um, it's I, I it's not it really was... that he can't now, but okay. uh, it was a thing of whenever he got fired from L.A., uh, they kind of put a ban on him for management for a period of time. Uh, and okay. then from there, he just never ended up getting another job. Um, but do you know why he got fired in LA? I'm sure I've heard the story and I'm, I'm probably, you probably told it to, to me and Luke when we were talking last time, but I do not remember. (laughs) Um, collusion. So what ended up happening is that, uh, McZee and Joe McKeel, uh, were two German citizens who were also GMs. Nixie took over in L.A. and traded away all the good players so that he could play himself on the first line like he always does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe ran Hamilton in a way that was actually amazing and made the team super competitive. Um, they made a trade, and whenever they did deals, they talked to each other in German. Uh, this became very important because it then became a complicated situation uh, with JSync, because JSync would say, hey, we can't have foreign languages on our boards. Right. I remember that. Uh, so they sent that stuff to head office saying that it needs to, it needs to cut out kind of thing. Uh, and so they then threw it through Google Translate to try and figure out what was going mm-hmm. on anyway, and they noticed that it was trade talks. Uh, at which point, they noticed that McZee said something that was to the liking of, um, okay, you can have the player now, and then you just give him back uh, at the end of the season. Hmm. And that justifies collusion. That's actually why we have the rule of not being able to trade players back for a full season. Interesting. Um, I never knew where that came from. Yep, because uh, McZee and Joe... Uh, as it turned out, would trade players back and forth 
to help the other guy out for the rest of the season, and then I'll just take the player back. Hmm. And this became a big debate of um, Red. I know a lot of people know Red. <laughs> um, at the isn't time, he, it was he's Ocker German too, isn't he? Yes, he is. Hmm. Uh, he insisted that the league was anti-Germans because mm. we used Google Translate and it was not a proper translation according to him and it's bullshit that we would say that they were colluding when that's not what was happening. They were simply preparing deals ahead of time. <laughs> Basically, they were colluding. He yeah. was just trying to get his GM out of it because um, he was on Hamilton at the time. He was very supportive of Hamilton. Uh, I don't really blame him on that, but I do think, I mean, they did some shady shit, basically. Sure. But he, uh, that became a crusade of Red for a while. Uh, this league is anti-Germans. Hmm. That's kind of weird. Yeah. So that's why Mixie, uh was fired in L.A. and then uh, banned from management positions for a while. I think it was until like S20 was his ban. Uh, something like that. And then since then, uh, everyone knew it as like, oh, well, Mixie's not someone that gets management positions, and so he never ended up getting another one. Sure. And now I think it's just like, I don't know. People know him too well to give him another management position. Even yep. if he's... And now uh, <laughs> the only time that he's ever gotten close to one was uh, the last expansion. AE made him a finalist specifically because he was doing interviews with finalists. And he wanted to talk to McSee and explain to him, this is why you're not getting the job. If you want to change anything, you got to make these changes because at this time, this is why you're not going to get it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. McSee is, yeah. It's funny when he had his, uh, his most, his current player, I guess, um, that was his whole thing yeah. was like, he was going to change. He was going to change. And yep. he probably didn't, but what he did change is he stopped no. posting. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, he didn't even stop that with the newest player. It was that he didn't get expansion, and so mm -hmm. he told everyone he was quitting the league. Oh, that's uh, right. I do remember that. But obviously, and so didn't. that's when he stopped <laughs> posting. But uh, he continued to be in discords and talk up the fact that uh, the league is against him and stuff like that. I forgot that he said he was going to quit. Oh man. Yeah, that was always his thing. He constantly was like, "If I don't get this job, I'm going to quit the league," and everyone was like, "All right, bye." <laughs> and he get mad and not yeah. understand why yeah yeah he's uh like one of the like all-time classic characters of the league oh yeah not in a good way i mean not really a super bad way either but no, like he's just goofy yeah he's a very strange guy yeah very strange oh let's see what else what do we have anything else on the uh on the list here, we can always go to questions because we're actually actually kind of getting pretty near an hour. Here. Uh, oh, I mean, I'm cool going to questions. Yeah, unless there's something that like you really want to talk about or something that's like uh, um, kind of high on the list, or I'm trying to think of any other says that would stand out, but there isn't anything too significant. Um, sure, people do things here and there all the time, just like yeah. what happened this time around. Uh, one thing that does intrigue me. Uh, if you think about this time around with the player role stuff, uh, all the hate went on Edmonton for the player roles, right? Yeah. 
all the hate went on uh, Hamilton for SDHS stuff, right? Mm-hmm. What was the other team that uh, did both things? Um, so the I'm not sure about the STHS stuff, but my understanding was the uh, the roll thing. I think uh, New Orleans was doing that too. Yep, Joe uh, is the reason that we knew the Hamilton thing because he said on his podcast that he told all his players to do that because Aaron Wilson had these test sims that he told him about, and so he tested himself and then ran with it. Joe also did not tell the league until he went on a podcast of his own and just was like, yeah, I think New Orleans is going to do real well because we did this thing where we took out of passing. It's funny. Yeah, I, 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 let's see, I listened to, I think the podcast where, I didn't listen to the whole thing. I, at that point, I just got, when he, when, uh, I guess I don't remember him saying that they were going to do it, but I do remember him explaining like what the deal was, like what was, what was going on with uh, Hamilton. Yeah. And at that point I was like, I couldn't listen to it anymore because I was so frustrated. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't really uh, listen to the rest of it. Yeah, New Orleans uh, absolutely did the exact same things as Hamilton. I think they just didn't pay to redistribute their builds. Um, so that was the only difference. And then same thing with Edmonton here. They're, they were the team that uh, found this issue and then didn't, to my knowledge, report to the league. Uh, and then Edmonton ran with it also, and Edmonton's the one getting the hate. Uh, and so I just find it interesting that Ham- that New England, or New England, why am I continuing to go with different names? <laughs> New Orleans uh, continues to do the exact same things where they just skirt by the rules, but get zero hate for it. Yeah, I think they're... Uh, it's weird because it dep- definitely depends on who you talk to. But I think like... Uh, like the league as a whole, they don't really hold a negative uh, reputation. But for individuals, certain individuals, for sure, uh, don't do not like ignore. Um, oh, and here's yeah. uh, this is uh, in chat. It's um, oh boy, and now I'm just completely blanking on the name, the username, because I'm an idiot. Uh, I, I see, but yeah, I know that Edmonton reported it. Um, they they made us uh, acutely aware that they did report it. Uh, it was the second day of them doing it that ended up being the thing that they got hate for. Hmm. Because it was reported, the league knew about it, they made one thing to just do like a quick fix while they discussed what to do, and then Edmonton still did it the next day with different rules, and then we were like, well, we don't want anyone to do this to us in a game seven, so we're doing it now uh, to make HO do things about it. And it's like, they just found out about it like a couple of days ago, maybe might take more than two days to build a rule. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, uh, it's, it's goofy. I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know how to feel about it because it's like, uh, I mean, yeah, I suppose that's fair. And it, yeah. um, it, I, I have it to look now think, because it makes me think that, uh, that probably sank. Tony's chances, or Tommy, or however you know him, uh, that probably sank his chances at an expansion team if he was applying. I had to look because I totally could not remember the name Keegan. So that's that. That's who that is in the chat. Keegan, if that's you, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I couldn't remember that username. Um. Yeah. Right. Guess. Yeah. Like I give credit to Edmonton of they owned it absolutely. Uh, so I'm not like throwing shade at them for it. Uh, and that's why I'm bringing up, like, New Orleans did this too and gets zero hate for some reason. 
which just bothers me. Because um, Joe K has a very shady history also. Um, but for some reason, constantly just people ignore it. Uh, and then here we are with like Edmonton is getting the hate that Hamilton got. That I feel like we could spread the hate. <laughs> I am for not hating. That's my position. <laughs> uh, I want everyone on, to be happy and have fun playing hockey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's entirely just... fair. Also, yeah, it's... I also realize it's unrealistic. That's that's my my hope. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Let's do some questions. Does that sound good? Yeah. All right. I actually didn't look at all these beforehand. I saw that we had them and then kind of was like, oh, that's new because we don't normally get questions. <laughs> yes. Yes. As Fresh says in, in chat, we have to hate the rest of the Great Lakes division because. I, uh, oh, God. I hate Toronto because uh, they keep <laughs> drafting the people that I want. Um. Well, good. That means we're doing a good job, I hope. Exactly. I have a pretty good, pretty good track record of drafting. So obviously, y'all are uh, y'all are doing well to pick out good people. Oh yeah, I hope so. Um, all right. So first up, we got Blues, uh, and he says, yeah. "What are your feelings on Luke not being there, and why is it a positive change?" Uh, and then he also well, asked, "I flubbed uh, today, so it's done <laughs> nothing different." Yeah, it's it's fine. It's it's uh my hope is again the goal was for like i think a lot of the people in the league now are like s40 or later yeah. um it's like the, the i think the overall like uh age of the league in terms of like when they started within the league is a lot younger or is very very young um yeah speaking of keegan uh in gm chat the other day he said something about how he doesn't enjoy pts because he's been doing them for three years <laughs> you know i was like yeah three years yep that's when you start hating them <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, I can't say anything. I got a PT pass. Uh-huh. But I, I should I feel have one. <laughs> a bit unnecessary. Like it feels like a bit of an overpayment, but whatever. Hey, I'll uh, give them the money back. They can share have with the, me. They can have the file worker money back. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, if you want to share that PT pass with me, I did twelve seasons of semen and got nothing. Well, yeah. I got money. I got I got eight million dollars a season for it, which um, really isn't that much. Given, I think probably the hours put in, but you know, yeah, yeah, you know, I uh, I feel for you. Um, I bet. Okay, yeah, my goal again with bringing you on was to expose some of these some of these people to some of the I don't know somebody more experienced. I think a lot of them look at me and yeah. feel like I'm fairly experienced within the league, but it's I mean, I, and I kind of am at this point. But somebody like you offers like an even uh, uh even more different perspective um, because. You've been around since basically since day one. Yeah, uh, I was a month away from day one, so yeah, I celebrated ten years in SHL in June. So yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I am at uh, five, a little over five, because so I think I was twenty fifteen. I'm, I'm not gonna look it up, but it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I, I was in June also is when I joined. Uh, June fifteen, I want to say twenty fifteen. Um, I think that mine was June seventeenth of twenty ten. Oh, nice. I was 16 at the time. Nice. I was well past 16 when I joined. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. And then he's got another bit. He says, uh, I don't know if this was discussed last week, but any favorites for expansion GMs? We touched on it a little bit. Um, Did you have any any thoughts on who 
I guess maybe it's a little bit goofy for you since you're a GM. And I think Luke had the, a similar. Yeah. Um, uh, Tig, uh, HO said now he's applying. So uh, I have a feeling that he'll probably get it. He's a pretty good choice. Um, for a while there, I, I honestly thought Tommy or Tony or however you want to call him, uh, Tommy Salami, um, Sean, uh, I, I thought that he was probably going to get one if he applied. Uh, but with the Edmonton stuff, I don't know if because of it being so recent, it might leave a sour taste in Corey's mouth kind of thing. I don't suppose um, yet. I was going to say, I wonder if Tommy's in the chat today, but I can't tell because my, right. my list is short. But his, he's got the most disturbing uh, name for uh, for Twitch. I don't remember what it is, but it's something like something about tuna and being like old. No, like glove box tuna. <laughs> that's what it is. Which it's is all right. He also has a disturbing strange. name on, uh, on Discord. Sean? Who names their kid Sean? <laughs> um. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I would say those guys were ones that were high for me. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I heard that Fuzz might apply. He could be I heard that, good. too. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd be a fan. I think that Alaska's applying, uh, and I think that he has, he has the chops for it, but I don't know if he'll get the chance. Sure. So, I feel like this season's going to be some real stiff competition. Like, there's some, I feel like, some oh, really yeah. high-quality uh, potential applicants. It'll be very yeah. interesting to see who gets it. Absolutely. I like and the I'm last very expansion... intrigued with the areas that they go. Yeah, that's always one of my favorite things uh, to see, like the kind of branding and and cities they choose. Because um, I ex- I have high yeah. expectations, and I'm uh, always hoping for something amazing that I haven't even considered. Yeah, I don't have a lot of information on uh, places, but I know that um, I know that Alaska was looking out west. Uh, and I know that TIG is also looking out west. Uh, and I, I want to say that there is something about, like, it's either around or it may have been a city that we already had a team in at one point. Mm-hmm. But I don't know for sure. He hasn't told me anything, so I'm not going to say this is definitively happening. But right. uh, I, I've heard that he might be going out west or something. Hmm. Interesting. I feel like a, a Seattle or a Portland would be relatively attractive locations um but yeah. who knows who knows i want to bring back the portland admirals <laughs> yeah I, I was a huge fan of the branding um, same uh, oh yeah uh tdz also applying uh yeah i know that, I was, that was a uh, thing when he was in free agency yeah so i didn't that was a like i think three weeks ago or something like that when luke and i were talking about yeah. this i didn't want to say that necessarily because um i didn't know if that was like public knowledge or if people aware of that um but yeah, i think we in toronto knew because yeah i think that most teams that reached out to him and uh free agency were made aware of it yeah yeah all right uh ml's first question which i'm actually fairly interested in uh he wants to know our personal picks for best skater and best goalie in shl history well um you know i obviously don't have uh any kind of like uh, <laughs> kind of any kind of bias on this. <laughs> um, I have no history with any of these positions or anything. Um, <laughs> best skater to me is Ron Mexico, uh, just because 
he had so many awards. And while I understand that there wasn't as much competition, that doesn't mean there was no competition. Sure, sure. So he he was just, it's incredible what he did, and I don't know how he did it, but he was top tier. Um, Visser is also up there with it, but mm-hmm. I would say Mexico ends up being the guy to me. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I lean Christian Eriksen slightly. Um, I can see that. But I, I got a handful of guys I like. Part of that is definitely Toronto bias. Um, yeah. But I would have said that. I said a similar thing. I don't know if I would have said. I, I would have been less certain prior uh, pre Toronto, but like. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah, he's he had a, a crazy career, uh, longevity, and first first player to a thousand points. Um, just yeah. I yeah. If I were to go like down the line of like different teams or decades that would probably be a lot more fun to go like team by team who's the best players of all time yeah 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 it's it's um, tough because like, there's definitely a handful of guys but yeah because i think of like elias armia uh which was Wadey's player had an 88 point season in sths i think oh wow. um he was always like a point per game guy um realistically if you just look at stats mixie falls under it but then you realize it's mixie yeah. Um, <laughs> no more recognition for him. Exactly. <laughs> He's um, got enough. <laughs> uh, Essa had a great player for sure. Um, didn't really I'm actually fairly down on him. Yeah, I'm not a big fan, but he's uh, it's uh, all, like his career is almost entirely uh, longevity, which is something to right. be like that's that has value. But um, exactly. Yeah. And then uh, Randy Randleman uh, mm-hmm. was pretty big. Um, Jay McDonald. There's uh, I'm trying to think of other names for it, but yeah, there's there's a lot of them. And if you if you uh, think about it, defensemen are basically being ignored in that. So, uh, Jason Dew was the Bobby Orr of the league. Chris Partlow was mm-hmm. massive and incredible. Yep. Garbanzo, yep. of course, falls under it as well. So there's yeah, some I feel like incredible I'll... defensemen. I feel like um. Especially with Partlow, there uh, is a player that kind of gets lost, but the old timers definitely uh, tend to call out Partlow as being a great player. Right. Uh, right. I wanted to look. And then best goalie, uh, you know what? I I abstain. Yeah, and my knowledge is not very good on goaltending, unfortunately. Well, uh, I, I know have your a lot player of knowledge on goaltending. But yeah, I'm I know your player would uh, be like uh, in for sure in the running, um, but. Yeah, that's like as um, much as McFadden's probably a a, a guy to. Yeah, to the be up thing there as with well. the thing with goaltending is that uh, you can look at it from a few different angles. So Honcho mm-hmm. had probably some of the best save percentages ever. He had nine thirties and nine forties. He also often played uh, on Edmonton whenever J Mac was rigging. So who knows? Um, but whenever he was in Toronto, he did the same things. Uh, you look at. Jester. Um, Jester had a real rough start to his career, but around season six or seven, it turned around. Uh, and the last half of his career was pretty good. Um, McBride is fascinating because he had he and Brandon Sawyer were two different sides of the same coin. Whereas Sawyer in the regular season had like an 880 save percentage and McBride had a 920. You go into playoffs and Sawyer now has a 930 and McBride has an 890. Oh well. Don't know how it happened, but for some reason, <laughs> one's a playoff goalie, one's not. 
That um, was a, a weird thing in STHS that seemed to actually be a thing. Like, I'm sure it's not really, but yeah. some goalies did play really well in the playoffs and some played well in the regular season. Oh, yeah. Weird. There is such a thing as, um, there's such a thing as the, like, playoff goalie is like the clutch. Um, but yeah, I would say, so those are some, uh, myself, of course, um, I was the first goalie to 300, first goalie to 400 wins. I was the first MVP. So like, I have a lot of firsts, but realistically people have passed those since. So I don't know the value of those. I still have the most shutouts ever. I think, um, Prickless was huge. Um, he was a fantastic goalie. Weeks was great. Um, and then for more recent ones, like Tommy Tuck, I don't know that you get much better than him mm-hmm. with the amount of MVP like nominations, the amount of success that he had in his time in Edmonton. Um, and then there's others that you could probably talk about, like like a four four, like a uh, like a uh, Colin Schmidt, like a uh, Jackson Weeks, C.J. James. Jason Idacalia might even be able to be discussed, but it's they're not really on the same level in any which way. Mm-hmm. So, oh, uh, Jacob Tanner could probably fit into this too. Yeah, his I think was mostly playoffs. He, I don't think he was a yeah. He was too great in the regular season. Oh yeah, he was huge in playoffs. Because um, he and I raced to be the first goalie to th- win three cups. Oh, I didn't know that. Which also, uh, Hunter Walm would be another big one for this, because I think that he was the first one to win four, maybe? I know that there's like one or two goalies that have won four. But I know that myself and Tanner were one and two to win three cups mm. in their career. So. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of goalie history. It's just, I don't yeah. want to say who's the best, because... I have yeah. obvious bias for myself, and I'm just going to leave it. Yeah, that's fair. And I don't feel like I have enough knowledge to really make any kind of a informed statement on uh, just goalie. Just me. Yeah, then it's you. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> uh, what about or, favorite? Uh, or say Carpy. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Poor Carpy. Carpy's on the path, sure. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, gosh. Favorite SHL controversy? Uh, for personal reasons, Wally, because uh, I just I really disliked that guy hmm. and continue to. So to see him get destroyed by it is great. And uh, specifically, I just love that he got asked about it in a job interview. What? You didn't hear about that? No. The reason that he changed his player name from Ali Okoivu to, or no, Kyle Walgren. That was it. From Kyle Walgren to Alio Koivu uh, is because the uh, the punishment was to Kyle Walgren. He went for a job interview and they looked up his name. They googled him, and that wow. uh, that cap circumvention punishment came up. And so he got asked, "What is cap circumvention, and why did you get in trouble for it?" <laughs> oh wow, that and so. <laughs> I did that. Know. Makes I mean, it I guess so much better. <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, yeah, man. This is Actually, why you like don't the, use your real name. Yeah, I mean that. There's a, that's not even like I don't know. That's 
Uh, yeah. Um, oh my god. So I have a, like the exact opposite reaction to that controversy simply because I really, yeah. really like Tanner and I'm super bummed that he's gone. Um, oh, I'm also bummed that Tanner's gone, but the yeah. other people that left, I didn't care about, um, like Schultze. Screw him. Oh, that's uh, right. I've kind of, I always forgot that he was part of, he was there for that. He was fairly quiet yeah. at the time. Yeah. Um, I loved Tanner. Uh, yeah, Tanner's one was, of my favorite He was people. Josh number three. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it was it was Josh number one's JT. Uh, Josh number two is me. Josh number three was Tanner. Josh number four is Jack Cross. Nice. Uh, favorite though, favorite has got to be. Uh, and I wasn't around for this, but it's the story's so good. Is the Jack Crasher story? Crasher's great too. It's Crasher's like, so fun. It's an amazing story. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm still pretty sure that Stud was Crasher. It wouldn't surprise me, uh, just knowing the, enough about Stud that, yeah, like his basically entire existence in the league for for as long as I've been here has been to troll the troll troll in general. Exactly, exactly. Um, People also thought Stud was Bleak for a bit there, but that was proven mm-hmm. wrong. Uh, Bleak also falls under one of my favorite controversies, um, and then probably uh, because the chainsaw thing is constantly brought up with me, including in a later <laughs> question. Yeah, uh, I might as well just consider that one of the best controversies. I didn't. I mean, I don't. know. To me, it wasn't even that controversial, really. I mean, no, uh, <laughs> the person admitted that they were a cunt. It was just that America got upset that I used the word cunt. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I remember you telling the story when we were talking about yeah. that. Oh, and that's, that's the funniest part is that America got upset about <laughs> me using a bad word. Yeah. Oof. He that guy. Oh, uh, Tyler said batty. That was an interesting one too. I'm not sure who that is. Halsey. Vaddy oh. was Halsey's multi. Oh, interesting. Or Halsey technically was Vaddy's multi because uh, he was hated as Vaddy because um, <laughs> he couldn't speak English, basically, it seems like, uh, even though he was solely an English-speaking person. He's just bad at it. Uh, <laughs> and so he, uh, he created as Halsey um, and then people were like, what the fuck's wrong with you, Vaddy? Uh, and he was like, I'm not Vaddy. And then like a month later, he goes, fine, I'm Vaddy. <laughs> um, so that was great. Uh, and uh, that reminds me of also the uh, time that we did English lessons for Halsey. That's one of my favorites. Interesting. We, yeah, crew, uh, someone reached out to Halsey and was like, hey, uh, I noticed that you have some trouble with grammar, uh, just seeing if you would like some help. Uh, and he was like, yes, please. I'm so bad with this. I have so much trouble in school with this. Can you please help me? And they said, they said, uh, yeah, absolutely. So like the first thing you want to do is like, you say LOL on every post. You use it like punctuation. Uh, LOL is awful grammar. You want to actually write it out. It's laughing out loud. You need to write that out. <laughs> no. So all of his posts for, like, I swear it was, like, a month almost, but he would type out laughing out loud every time they put LOL. <laughs> and then anytime that someone else put LOL, he would correct them. Oh, that's, that's pretty fantastic. It was so fun. Um, <laughs> oh, and then there's also the time that Tyler ate the seal, since he's in here. <laughs> I kind of forget with Tyler that he's been around for a long time. Yeah. He's been around, uh, actually, that's also a fun thing. Tyler, his uh, second player was, I think it was second player, was Rufus Reinhardt. 
uh, and you may recognize the name Reinhardt. Uh, that was Tez's player, Cole Reinhardt. He made Rufus to be Tez's, I think it was like gay lover. <laughs> <laughs> and it was hilarious. <laughs> Tyler just oh. sent me a message and said, fuck you for the steel <laughs> thing. <laughs> oh, boy. I love you, Tyler. Um, do you want to talk about the... Uh... Wait, what is this? Other thing that ML is talking about, do you know? Uh, uh, whenever I was in Anchorage, I tried to kill him. Um, I was in Anchorage, and I kept any time that uh, something happened, I would just be like, "Fuck it, call myself up," <laughs> and I would just do it to <laughs> fuck with him. And he would get so upset with it, and he was like, "Why are you trying to kill me?" I was like, "The sooner you have that aneurysm, the sooner it's done." <laughs> nice. Okay, that makes sense. So, yeah, so I kept trying to kill him, um, but it was unsuccessful, unfortunately. Though so, uh, he almost killed me when he signed Max. So <laughs> wait, what? Oh, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, never mind. I, Sorry, I got confused. I, hate I forgot. Mac, Anchorage. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have no sorry, issue telling people about the reason that I hate Mac, but uh, I won't air it out in a podcast, at least. Sure. sure, sure. Oh, by the way, if um, I, we're actually over an hour, so if at any point you're like you need to take off, nah, yell. I'm gonna I'm keep going though because I'm gonna <laughs> get to this next. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I need to stop myself sometimes because I'll just sit in after the podcast and BS with people in chat. I know, I know. It's yeah. the time that you talk about fantasy. Yep. <laughs> I don't Apparently. even do fantasy SHL. I just have the Twitch VOD uh, <laughs> up to listen to you talk about. <laughs> SHL fantasy because I was like, screw it, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Luke has the the chainsaw question. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to uh, go into that or? Uh... I mean, it's not too much. Um, I was super excited about the uh, about the Pirates making the playoffs for the first time, literally in my entire life, uh, and having been a fan of them my entire life because I'm stupid. Um, and, uh, so I made a post, uh, where I was excited about it and, uh, meow, which turns out was Meg, uh, which, um, now the user, I think is named Jacob, Mm -hmm. um, and the player is Megatron. Uh, but she like shit on the pirates and she had been negative all over the boards People were hating her for months. And so I just went for it. And the like famous line of it was saying something of like, uh, fuck yourself, you fucking bitch. Uh, go fuck yourself with a chainsaw. <laughs> and uh, so people took that fuck yourself with a chainsaw thing and ran with it. But I called her a cunt during that uh, and got suspended because I called her a cunt. I got suspended for, I think, four games uh, in a week posting ban <laughs> because America got upset that I used bad word. This was like a long time ago too, right? Wasn't it? Uh, season 15. It was, uh, okay. it was my MVP season. It's funny because that's like, that's, I remember it being talked about when, you know, not too long after I joined. So that's like kind of come back and been a thing for a very long time. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's still a thing now. Uh, if you remember the uh, 
the championship week whenever uh whenever uh Manhattan won the cup. Oh uh, yeah. One of the things was which would you rather and one of the options was chainsaw lessons with JY. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Cuz hot dog was like <laughs> messing with me. Uh, and the best part of that is that like five people chose that and were like, <laughs> I didn't know JY was awesome with chainsaws. That's cool. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Cause that's the kind of thing that hasn't really like, I, it came up when I was relatively new, but really like nobody, like so, again, the league is so much younger in terms right. of like, when people have joined that kind of stuff just gets lost. It's funny. Yeah. So that's all our questions. Oh. Someone wants me to read the post. <laughs> uh, Ryan, can you send me the post? I wonder if I can get the post sent. I'll, I'll read it out dramatically. Um, <laughs> find this. Uh, He's finding it. Okay. So uh, we'll, we'll close with me reading off the chainsaw post. Um, sure. And we'll just sure. consider this my message to Luke because uh, <laughs> he, he didn't... Uh, JT, sorry. Um, but Luke didn't tell me that he was going on vacation. Uh, I found out through the podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I listened to the podcast. And he was like, I'm going to be on vacation, so like, what are you going to do? And you said, I don't know, maybe I'll get JY. Uh, and and I, I messaged him and was like, you're going on vacation? He went, fuck, I knew I forgot to tell someone. Like, <laughs> That's pretty great. So. Uh, there it is. <laughs> oh, okay. Did he get it? Okay. And this one. Yep. That's uh, 2013. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, it's the fourth one that was important. Because uh, it didn't matter about the rest, obviously. But uh, I don't give a shit who the fuck you think you are. You have no fucking right to act like a princess fucking bitch. If you want to keep fucking being a bitch to people, just stay the fuck out of the threads. You have no right to make it sound like my fanhood is all for naught. Like I have no fucking reason for hope. What am I allowed, oh fucking great one? I'm allowed to fucking sit here, sit around and treat you like fucking gold because you want it? Fuck the fuck off, you fucking cunt. I hope you fucking enjoy hell. <laughs> that was that was uh that was the fun part of it. Um I think it was number yeah, number two was uh I have a fucking right to be happy and if you don't fucking like it you can go fuck yourself with a goddamn chainsaw, you bitch. That's funny. That's funny yeah, that like exactly. the, the part that's like not even really the part that yeah, it's uh, good. I mean that's the best part of of it. Actually, you know what? I kinda like um uh, where is it? The the part about your um fandom being for naught simply because it's like I don't know. It's less Yeah, it's yeah. like there's a lot of there's a lot of that amongst oh, yeah. uh, sports fans and, and just fans of exactly. anything, really. Like, let people let people like what they like. I don't yeah, give yeah. a shit. <laughs> yep. Alright. So. Uh, I guess we can close it out there. Then. Alright. Unless you got anything yeah. else you really want to really say before we... Uh, no, we can, uh, we can at least end the recording here. 
Um, Just remember that uh, that Luke has no fucking right to act like a princess fucking bitch. Okay. (laughs) He's going to anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. All right. So there's this is not I'm not officially numbering this as like a Rich and Luke episode because it's not. It's just like like a special edition or I don't know, like a something. I don't know. It's still going in the, you know, the whole the list of yeah. episodes. But it's not really. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, if you listen to this, thank you. Um, if you watch, great. We appreciate that. Um, I will put all this fun stuff up when the um, recordings are processed and uh, catch you hopefully next week. Uh, I think we're going to do like a weird thing because Luke's going to be back late. So we're going to do like Sunday, I think, next week. So we will catch I mean. you then. You can do the thing that I suggested, where you act like Luke's still here and just go, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, every so often. (laughs) I think what this does is prove that uh, the BHN is right and Luke's just gone. Yes. And ML (laughs) is a 40-year-old policeman, so. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, I'm going to cut it there. All Uh, right. Take it easy.